I had a, I accidentally drowned in March this year. How do you manage that? In my brother's pool. I was, I was doing breath, I was doing breath holds. Oh, so you blacked out. Yeah, yeah. And I was being a bit of a dick and just playing the game of um, holding my breath, you know, for three minutes. And I'd successfully, I think I'd done that. And then I was like, oh, cool, man, I'll go for four. And what I did mistakenly is I expelled all my air and I, don't, I didn't even need I mean it was so silly that I even needed to go un, underwater for it but anyway I expelled all my air went down and immediately I knew something wasn't right and it was um, my lungs burning and I was like oh I'll just sit with it for a bit and I, I passed out within you know about the first 30 seconds and, um, and I was out for four was- minutes my brother was timing me on the side of the pool so I was out for four minutes and then by the time it, he was alerted to you know me not being right because all of my kid the my kids were swimming in the pool his kids were swimming in the pool it was like totally traumatic and mm. my my daughter found me like bl- blood coming out my mouth at the bottom of the pool and all that and um, anyway my brother-in-law pulled me up resuscitated me and and according to him it took another 4 minutes to to get me back Oh um, my gosh! Eight minutes all up, and so what? What? I, why I'm telling you this? And um, I always like to start my own podcast with stories about myself. <laughs> it seems recently. Sure. No, it's hot sure news, show. right? It's my show. <laughs> so, um, the the where where I got to, why I told you that story is because <clears throat> there were so many people affected by that. And it spawned on a whole bunch of change as a result. So some yeah. people go, oh, look, I've got a, you know, thirst for life now and all this stuff. Well, for me, it was like, all right, well, am I, am I happy in, in life? Am I happy with what I'm currently doing? And the business for me, the point of unhappiness was the feeling that I was doing all of it and not, um, and not reaping the rewards, not seeing the value from, from all that effort and time that I'd put in. And so I, I gave Brendan a nudge. And, you know, it's funny, it happened so quickly. Like, mm. immediately it was done. You know, it was like he, he was gone. We worked out the legalities and I took over and gutted the whole business and fired people and, you know, got my cost down and all that type of stuff. And then, you know, I've, I, most of the time I have to pinch myself at how quick it happened, how easy it happened mm. and how, you know, those the worst – the worst divorce breakups that you can ever imagine. Those types of things are the stories that you hear when you're going through this um, yourself. And it was all bullshit, as as all of those stories always are. They seem to be kind of like the common denominator of divorces that they're bloody and and, and horrible. Well, it just wasn't like that. It was very amicable and mm. professional, and and uh, he wrapped up, and that's it. But it's all signed and done. And well, I'm now right. king shit here at Rich Films. <laughs> <laughs> President of Ridge Films. Anyway, I've given you that preamble. Emperor I don't Chris. know. If, <laughs> I don't know if podcast listeners have heard that full story, but anyway, I thought I'd intro with that. Welcome to the Video Made Simple podcast. This is about video, but it's also about business. It's also about getting to know my clients a bit more, getting to hear their stories as well. And I've got Mike Mortlock here, who's from uh, MCG in Newcastle. And we did a we did a bit of video marketing for these guys. They they were great at hybriding their own videos, so they produced their uh, 
to-camera presentation from their own DIY video studio in their office. And then we came up and did some professional filming. Yeah, look at it. I mean, it, like, it's absolutely amazing. In fact, your video is the <laughs> your video is the one that I go to to show people that sort of hybrid model of of um, of how businesses can record part of their own professional video themselves and then leave it to others to, to do all the location filming. Um, look, welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you. It's a it's a it's a delight to be conscious with you. <laughs> which I've learned not to take for granted since hearing your story. Well look, you know, it is what it is, you know, I I I have a very pragmatic view on life and and when I spoke to therapists and whatnot, well, my good therapist, he's very, very, uh, in fact, I just saw him this week. It was talking about, you know, the universe pulling me back in and this, this being very much feedback on a lifestyle of, you know, not erratic, but going pretty extreme. Like I'm a bit of an extremist when it comes to, to health and lifestyle and things like that. And he was yeah. just like, Hey man, you know, it's the universe saying, Hey, slow down, bro. Listen to yeah. your wife. You know, she's telling you to mind Frankie, who's five at the time who's just barely, you know, swimming. And I'm mm. like, oh, yeah, 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 she's fine. I can see what she's doing. Uh, you know, it's, that's a dick move as a parent as well, you know, not to, to yeah. not just stop and go, oh, yeah, no, you're right. I'll just sit on the side of the pool and, you know, and observe. I was just – it was all about me. And um, I had to shift that and listen to people and be more empathetic. I think afterwards it was more about listening to people and being more empath empathetic to people and, and – um, understanding that their circumstances are not my circumstances. Like they're going through something very unique um, in their own way of <clears throat> seeing me, you know, dead on the side of the pool, as did my wife. I mean, she she trudged around the house at times like I was a ghost, <laughs> like, I, right. like I was already dead, like she was the widow. Right. It was, man, it was um, – but, it, you know, we're in a really strong place now and um, – and it's and it's amazing. It forces it forces dramatic change, you know, when something like that mm. happens. Um, you know, I'm still doing what I'm doing and exercising, taking care of myself. But it's like, all right, cool. Like, how do I, uh, you know, uh, get what I want out of life in a more fruitful, you know, way rather than kind of um, rather than uh, I think maybe making excuses for why things aren't the way they are, but without the change, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, yes. Have you ever been through dramatic change like that, Mike? Yeah, I, I think um, probably a couple of times. Like when I was when I was younger, I had some health issues, so I ended up doing like year 11 and 12 over three years and, you know, there were certain directions I wanted to go in life that weren't, um, that was sort of taken away from me to some extent because like, believe it or not, when I was in kindergarten, I didn't want to be a quantity surveyor. No one's ever said that. <laughs> but I'm quite happy doing it where, where what I'm doing now. I was hit by a car riding a bike. Um, that was about four days before a triathlon in Wollongong that I was convinced I was just going to like limp through and the wife was sort of sitting there looking at me and going like, no. No, son, like it's not going to work. <laughs> I was on a walking stick for six months. Um, and, you know, those sorts of things, 
like it's it's that quintessential idea, isn't it? Like anyone that has like a terminal illness, you know, it forces them to have a look at their life. And then especially if they have a time limit on what they're able to do, they go, I'm going to be here for 18 months. So I'm not doing this crap anymore. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that thing that I dreamed about. Um, it'd be love. It'd be lovely for us all to have that insight without potentially drowning ourselves in a pool or having yeah. a terminal illness. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. it just kind of, it takes that, right? It sh- it, you need to be shocked out of your complacency. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it's, yeah, it's a, it's an unusual one. I didn't believe that anything really would be that different. And afterwards I was like, what changes now? Like, mm. you know, do I owe people my life? Like what, what's the cliche kind of response to this situation? Because for me it was blackout, right? It was like, oh, I had a nice yeah. little sleep. I woke up, you know, yes, I had broken ribs and bloodshot eyes and coughing up blood and all that sort of stuff. But I was as, I have a fairly like, oh, yeah, she'll be right type of outlook on life, you know. Mm. But it was, um, you know, the blackout of being unconscious was as much of a blackout as the first conversation that I had with Brendan afterwards where I said, I don't want to do this anymore. Something's got to give in this business. You know, it's either I'm leaving or you're leaving. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's just too – too many years of it just being the same and that lack of disruption i think mm. um you know it's it's amazing when you push the button on like a whole bunch of decision making how quickly that <laughs> evolution <laughs> like it just wow it's a completely different thing you know yeah. like overnight i changed the the look of the the website, for instance, from, you know, oh, video marketing to everybody to like, here you go, now it's DIY video. This is the channel we're going. Because I had, I had uh, you know, the control. You know, I had the ability to just go, look, uh, this is what I, I believe. This is where I think this this business needs to go. You know, it's like a real unique thing. Um, nobody's doing it. Let's grow this fucking thing and get it going, you know. Mm. Um but yeah, anyway, that's that's uh that's the 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 backstory to the last six months. I'm super pumped to have you on the show because I often don't hear the full story, I guess, of of my clients when they you know they we do the install and then do some coaching with them, and then it's kind of like I don't know if it's if it's working, how it's working for for them always. You know, it's it's, it's just the people are busy, you know, and um, and time poor, and I sometimes just don't get to grab these types of moments. And so, I guess what I really want to um, get from you is a bit of a case study out of this um a bit of a like what were you doing before where where was your business at and basically where is it you know now so problem solution results um so the first question for you is i guess what were you doing from a marketing perspective um where were the kind of gaps what were you what were you needing in business to to take your things to the next stage i think um there wasn't necessarily any problem they were just tweaks that we could do right like I, I used to be quite a perfectionist in business but then I realized like nothing would ever be good enough to give the full quality rubber stamp so nothing would be rolled out um, so we sort of dispense with that and you know we were doing a lot of video stuff video marketing but it was with um, our kind of 
dodgy equipment, right? Like I used to be a musician, so I understood a little bit about audio and microphones. Um, but I started a podcast five and a half years ago and we used to just record through Skype, through some little add-on and it would break sometimes. Sometimes the audio would be out of sync. I even had someone send me an email saying like, I really didn't like how you were talking over this person. And I said, oh, look, I, you know, if I, when I listened back to that, I'm horrified, but that wasn't actually what was happening in reality. And then the person wrote back and they said, you know, I don't actually believe you. <laughs> I thought, like, what do I do with that information? <laughs> like, I just thought, ah, oh, okay, you know, good, good luck to you. But we had all sorts of just technical things like that. And, and, you know, most of the video would either be webcam, which was kind of easy, or we had a digital S S SLR that took forever to set up. And then you'd have to, you know, rip off the media and then, you know, download massive files and send it. It was a bit of a pain in the backside, but, but what, the DIY setup gave us is um, an ability to walk into a dedicated space where it was ready to go at the flick of a button and and consistency. I think that's the most important thing. You know, shooting something on your iPhone or on your webcam or your you know your digital camera. Um, everything that I've done since you set up this system for us is with this background. The only thing changes mm. is you know sometimes I get a bit fatter. Um, or I'm wearing a nicer shirt, but I, but I think that's great. I like and and if you look at our background, I know this is probably an audio podcast, in which case this is um, no, this not, is video, not useful. This is totally oh, good. No, this good. is video, baby. You look at our background; it's it's just a a white wall, right? But it's 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 lit in such a way that you don't actually need anything more than that. I know we talked about you know dressing it or doing something fancy with it, but honestly, it's just kind of fine, and it just makes. It makes the content and the delivery the star rather than being distracted by the background. But yeah, what it's done is it's just given us like an easy, consistent way, um, to be out there to do what we do and to do it in a professional format. I think there's just something about having a meeting with someone. So I do do meetings, uh, in this studio as well. Like you just see someone show up with this level of lighting and you know audio quality and video sharpness and it's like okay well this is this is a proper person he means business yeah totally right and like with regards to the background too it, it is a common thing it's like oh what do i do with my background it's like well we don't really know what your background's going to be until that lighting goes in mm. and that's what we tell most people is just don't bother with it just let the lighting go in let us set up make sure we got the right frame and then we can look at what the background's doing at that point and there's so many people like yourself they go you know what this is this is good this is good enough like i'm popping out of the frame it's it's not distracting it's simple you know i don't have to worry about stuff um i remember mm. your first the first time we met on zoom in your office and i think it sounded good but it looked yeah. shit it looked yeah, horrible yeah. it was like it was like a mural in the background and i'm sure yeah, you probably yeah. still got that in your office but it was I just do. so so busy so flat and it was like oh wow um i don't know what what's going on here but my brain's hemorrhaging from all of the this, this, the there was a lot going imagery. on. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and like I'm not in that room now, but, um, you know, I, I was just going to switch to my laptop camera here just to give you an insight of to what it would look like otherwise. But, um, 
that option has now disappeared. But it's just, it's just garbage. It doesn't matter how good your laptop is. Doesn't matter how good the camera is. You know, it's, it's normally down too low. So you're kind of looking like this or you're looking up. The lighting is, is, you know, the lighting you're just getting from the front of the camera and the ambient lighting. Whereas in this studio, we actually have all the lights turned off. We have a little bit of bleed from the window, but it's, you know, it's, it's, the main light I've got above my head. There's one that's kind of underneath, you know, it's sort of chest it's level and a couple behind me. Yeah. I mean, you've got all the technical terms. Um, and you <laughs> it's know, the when, it light, comes baby. To, when it comes to glamour, I need all the help that I can get. Um, so I, I'm sure we must have paid extra for that one. Um, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just so easy. And, and even though I am a, a relatively tech guy, mm. um, setting, setting the bar at, one button turn on has, mm. has kind of ruined my life for all tech from here on in because it's just so good. Oof, that's fucking hot. Mm. Hey, um, did I did I tell you we just closed a deal in New York? Um, you didn't. So we're international, baby. Whoa, yeah, there's no yeah. stopping you now. Yeah. So Susan, like Susan, and I are like, well, can we just drop a like quick trip to LA and maybe you can mm. skip off and go to New York and do the job and I'm like well why don't we just have you know New Year's in New York Times Square you mm. know like <laughs> all this this is the sort of shit we talk about now That's as a cool. result of again like as a result of just having this safe existence you know uh, sorry this um, not from a result the safe existence from from having that safe existence and then having this change in our lives um, these are the types of conversations that we have, um, you know, it seems like every day now, uh, which is exciting. But look, back to you, that man. Cool. Like that, that's, um, that's so, that's such a great, there's such a great couple of grabs there. What, what were you looking to use the DIY video studio primarily for? What, there, I suppose there was a number of different things that we thought we could use it for. Um, we wanted to be able to use uh, a teleprompter. So we had like a teleprompt app on an iPhone, but it's, it's, it's good, but it's not as good as what you can do with a laptop and a proper teleprompter. So that was, that was something. Um, we wanted to have a setup so that um, both us directors could come in and use it and also our business development people. Some of them are local here. Others, you know, they might be in WA or Queensland or Victoria or something. When they come in for a training day, we just go, here's some scripts that we've written, you know, put it in your parlance, you know, put your little spin on it and then let's punch out some content that we can schedule for the next six months, right? And, and instead of it being them on their iPhone in a car or out the front of somewhere and, you know, sometimes that is nice to have a little bit of a, a break but not every time. Um, so that gives them some great consistency uh, and, and professional uh, image as well. So, yeah, it was really just being able to do the meetings, being able to do the teleprompt stuff, and then also things like webinars and podcasts. So I, I have a podcast. I'm a co-host on another podcast. I'm a guest on a lot of different podcasts. Like I've probably done 30 different ones. So every week I'll, I will either record or, or be a guest on sometimes between um, two and seven, you know, like it's quite a lot. So being able to come in here, turn it on and look down the barrel instead of that normal, like 
the cameras up here and it's like, hey, hey, Chris, uh, <laughs> how you going? Yeah, good to see you. And it's just so impersonal, like it's weird, right? <laughs> it is weird. It is. I can actually look at your face, and I can I can see the outline of the camera behind it, and your 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 face is pretty much right in the middle right now. And I can yeah. play around with it and move it around, but yeah. I don't normally have to. It's normally yeah. pretty good. You got to ask yourself: Are you satisfied with the way that you're presenting yourself? and your personal brand to your market. And for four years now, people have been really struggling to clarify the way they look and sound on camera when it comes to doing video calls and recording their own personalized videos. And there is a solution. The DIY video program helps you personalize sales video and emails, record professional marketing videos, look and sound amazing in every video meeting without the tech hassles. And you also get professional video editing and practical training so that you can present like a pro. You don't have to do anything in that initial setup because the studio is installed for you. You get your coaching and the training so that you can then go on and be a video professional and wipe out poor quality videos for why don't you go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY and check it out for yourself. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And like if you are a little bit tech savvy and, and I love uh, some of my clients who, who, you know, at least know how to fucking connect a camera to their laptop. I mean, it's it's funny. The PC users are the ones that I <laughs> seem to get so frustrated with. It's like, oh, just pull, pull open your camera app and they're like, oh, what's that? It's like, well, you got to type in camera into the search and let's let's work through this together. Uh, I don't find I have that issue with Mac users. Um, they just seem to be like with it and, you know, moving through. But anyway, look, that aside, no, not discriminating by any means because well, I'd say <coughs> half of our half of our clientele are PC users. Um, what about, um, you know, moving through when, when you kind of journeyed through this process you know, filming and, and then finally biting the bullet and investing and all that. What were some of the big key moments, I guess, for you in not just the hardware, but also the coaching around it and what you got from a communications perspective? <clears throat> yeah, because we talked about how I might be a case study for you of the hybrid model, right? Because we did a, a full um, company branded uh, video. I don't know what you would call it. Co company profile. Um, Company profile video, right? And I suppose if you're in Sydney or you don't have the setup, then you can do it in your studio, right? And, you know, we're only an hour and a half or so down the road, but there wasn't any, any real necessity for us to be there because we had it in situ, right? And you came in remotely and we stood on the X and we're like, Hi, I'm Mike from MCG. And you're like, more energy. And I'm like, hi, I'm like, are you sure, Chris? I seem like a wanker. Like, wanker is exactly where we need to be. You know, so you, you encouraged us in a, in a sort of a fun way to, to open up a little bit. Now, my business partner, Marty is, is a funny, like irreverent bloke. But as soon as you press the red button on him, he's like, hi, I'm Marty. Sadly, I don't know what it is. It's like his kryptonite. So, um, <laughs> I think us doing it together, he could kind of see that like I had a little bit more pep in my step. And, you know, privately, I'm probably like way more monotone than, than he is. But being able to do that and get the coaching, and even though I'd done heaps of presentations and lots of video stuff before, I got a lot of help from you on the on the timing, on the pauses, on the accents, all that sort of stuff. So it wasn't just, here you go, guys, you know, hit the button, open your camera app, you got a video thing. It was actually 
some training to help us get the best performance for that corporate video, but that, that's a skill set that we've been able to use elsewhere as well. And so where else? Because I often say, oh, yeah, you know, you can apply this to the relationship with your wife and you can, you know, do live presentations better. What Whereabouts for you have you noticed <laughs> that it's been useful? Yeah, definitely um, don't try it at home. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, like every every podcast I do, every especially if I'm reading from a script, right? As soon as I'm not off the cuff, I think the delivery and the performance innately drops because you're not just speaking from the heart and and talking about you know what you want to talk about. You are hitting on points that you need to do. So I actually feel like that's really really important is to, to is to remember that when you're reading off a script. You've got to try and talk like I'm talking now, like human beings. Like, and that was something that I took away from that is like, no, like you, you, you've got to be like a human being having a conversation. You've got to be engaging. So I've just tried to think about that for every video that I've mm, done, especially sure. reading off script. Um, yeah. and, and even in physical presentations as well. Mm. Um, a, a friend of mine who is going to do some presentation, uh, coaching with me talks about, um, individuals having like a Netflix trailer, right? Because if you think about it, you're sitting at home, you're, you're looking for your next thing to binge, you know, you might only give a trailer like three seconds. Like it's horrifying how thrifty we are with like our attention. It's like it's got to grab me or I'm out. <laughs> so I, I try and think about that as well. Like if you are too monotone or there's nothing engaging about you, like you're, you're setting fire to whatever opportunity might have been on the other end of that line. Well, it's a taught skill though, isn't it? And I don't think people, you know, I think maybe even talking DIY somehow people think, well, does that mean I've got to try and, you know, figure this out, this presentation thing out myself? And it's like, well, no, the best results have always been that it's a taught skill and that we can cram everything you need to be able to connect with your audience better in a very short period of time using a methodology that we've been doing for years, right? Mm. Um we didn't spend much time either. Like, <clears throat> like apart from like recording the bits, like the actual training, it's, you know, it, it wasn't hours, right? Like we sort of pretty much did the whole thing within an hour or uh, hour or two. Um, mm. and, and we did like, we looked at the videos of this is what you were like before and this is yes. what you were like after. And, um, I think Marty went, oh, holy shit, like that guy sucks. You know, and I was sort of like, oh, wow, I improved quite a bit. Um, I wasn't sort of expecting. I thought I was doing all right, but he, yeah, yeah it was pretty stark for him. Yeah, it provides that immediate feedback, doesn't it? It's like, well, yeah. hang on a sec, you know, yeah, I've been pounding you for the last, you know, 60 minutes here, but let's watch it back because, you know, the playback provides the evidence that you sucked. Yeah. But now look at you now, right? Like, look how amazing you are and how it's, much it's, more focused you are. Exactly. It's, it's hard though. Like, I, I, I would, um, I would sort of let people know that they're not necessarily going to enjoy it if they're introverts, right? Like, Good. I'm an, I'm an introvert, but have, have learnt a lot of the skill set that I was, you know, at least halfway along the way. But if you'd never done anything, it is going to be painful. But by the same 
To give you a parallel about why I think it's a worthwhile investment is that when we started the business, we didn't even put our faces or our names on the about us or meet the team Mm. stuff because we just kind of thought, well, that's just what like wanker real estate agents do, right? Like they're on every bus stop, you know, like the king of this suburb and with a big cheesy grin. I'm like, we don't want to be that wanky sort of stuff. But we soon realized that people want to have relationships with people rather than businesses or brands. Now, it might be a bit different if you're Apple, but I know so many people that will say, uh, you know, I, I've got a friend that's bought a property, they need a depreciation schedule, and they're like, oh, you know, give Mike a call. And they go, oh, where's he from? And they're like, where, where is he from? It's just Mike, right? Because it's the guy rather than that's the right. business. Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. And so- keep having these discussions yeah. about about brand company and personal branding to people it's like fuck man people obsess about this in some in some cases and i know from personal experience um and it's just like well are people investing in your bloody brand or are they investing in you i mean fundamentally you know it's coming back to you and pr- providing the service a wonderful service um and and because of that you get you get rewarded you get paid for for providing a kick-ass service you know is yeah. that is that is that or, yes it's probably umbrella to underbranding but um but yeah i think i think it's a lot about human interactions i certainly encourage individuals that um maybe think oh you know i don't know about this all being on camera stuff like there there, there will be things that are likable about you right unless you live in a basement by yourself with no human contact you are likable like if you have a friend you are likable and i think you've just got to go all right this might be a bit uncomfortable i might not want to watch myself i certainly don't listen to any podcasts i do i don't watch myself back on video because i hate it and i think i look stupid and i critique myself but i'm but at the end of the day you just kind of got to go i want to build this business I'm good at what I do. I'm passionate about what I do and I'm going to share it, right? And if people think that I'm a dickhead or whatever, then, you know, you can't please everybody. And I think sometimes it's empowering to think, all right, well, who is this person that's critical of me and what do I have in common with them? And what you often find is you have nothing in common so much that if they thought you were a good person, you're actually probably on the wrong track, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's uh it's so interesting that people think it's going to be a walk in the park and it's actually a stressor the the 90 minutes i actually expect people to be sweating for them to fuck up for them to be be uncomfortable and i want yeah. them to go through that feeling because it's like well if you had to learn how to fucking weld right and mm. not only weld but weld within 30 seconds and have a perfect weld after 60 minutes well you're going to learn how to weld and they're going to teach you how to do it properly and you're going to be shitting bricks because you don't want to blind yourself and do something wrong and make a mistake right you're mm. setting expectations of what you can what you can can and can't do and you're constantly being pushed to make sure that you by the end of that session are able to weld within 30 seconds and it's a perfect it's a perfect take so to speak right and so the same thing really happens in in the video coaching and on camera training for people that are trying to deliver and connect with their audience i mean their one their number one goal when people read from a teleprompter for the first time is to not fuck up the words yeah that is nothing to do with connection nothing to do with how they're conducting themselves and using their body language and inflection and tone and all this that's all 
that's that's not even on the radar. It's just don't mm. make a mistake, you know, don't look like a dick in front of camera. Yeah. And by virtue of the accumulation, that wiring of the brain, all these things that you now have to consider, stand on the mark, smile, look down the barrel, you know, high tone to start, you know, working your way through, using inflection and tone at commas and full stops and working, you know, all of those things um, repetitiously going through the training is an accumulation and it's up to your brain to determine how well you cope being loaded up with all those things to do at once. Mm. And most people, well, like I would say most people, like 99% of people I coach succeed and are really, really happy with their, their final take and the, the, what, the, what they're able to, what they're able to not only do in the presentation, but what they're able to do in life. I've had people that have come through with dyslexia and real battled, real crisis with regards to public speaking. And they've, in that little session, told me all of this, right? And I'm like, ah, yeah, don't worry about that. It's okay. Let's, (laughs) you know, let's, 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 you'll be, you know, by virtue of the distractions that I create for people throughout that session is providing their it's not it's not giving their brain an opportunity to think about the doubt and the negative and the what they can't achieve it's only the mm. upside it's only what they're how they're improving and then the language that they're giving to themselves by saying yes i can actually do this this is actually mm. this is getting easier and easier and easier and here's the evidence to show me the before and afters and you know it's actually fuck hang on a sec i'm actually not as dyslexic as i thought i was yeah you know? it's fun it's you're right. unbelievable <laughs> I think, um, yeah, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was fun. In fact, now you've <laughs> talked about welding, I was like, gee, I wish I'd picked the welding one. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end when you do compare start to end, that's that's where you kind of, that's where all the, like, pain and the stress of, like, oh, I've got another one, you know, I feel stupid, that's where it all sort of becomes worthwhile. And you're right, like, I can remember looking at the auto cue and going, all right, well, like I said the twice or I, I stumbled and, and did a bit too much of an S on this word. Like I got that one done. Yay. Like the end. I'm like, wow, that's, that is not the end. Like that's the lowest bar in video presentation that you can set. Like, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be stumbling or stuttering on words, but if that's all you've got, like people aren't really going to watch that unless you are, like the number one expert in a particular niche that just has people just tuned into whatever you say. If you're trying to engage people that don't really understand or they're on the fence or you're explaining something that they don't understand, you have to have some level of engagement, right? Yeah, that's it, man. Thank you for thank you. I, I, I like you as a as a guest because you keep keep pausing and kicking back to me. And uh, more so than most of my guests. So you're obviously proficient <laughs> in the world of podcasting, but look, what what else, man? Like, uh, with regards to big wins for you, big things that you thought that you think have been, you know, a direct result of just having having this at your fingertips now. Yeah, can you can you um, tell me a story of any any of those that have been um, changed for you? Yeah, look, well, we've got a, a really good VA that um, post-produces our, our video clips. Um, so if it's super high-end stuff, 
we give it to you like the corporate profile. But if it's just like, this is what happened in property this month, I can come in here, do my little piece to camera, hand that to her and get this, you know, beautiful little piece that goes out. And I think the big win is the big win is that, um, I've made a couple of referrals to you, as I mentioned, uh, last time we spoke, because people have sort of said to me, Oh, Mark, your marketing's really good. Like, who do you use for that? In their head, I think they think it's like a firm, like a marketing business. So if I only just went with them, like that'd fix my problems. I, 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 I've sort of maybe thought that in the past as well, but, you've got to bring the content, right? And if you're putting video up, like the firm's not going to do the video for you. Like you've got to have the idea, you've got to do the presentation. Um, but yeah, people are asking me like, who's, who's doing your stuff? I'm seeing you all the time. It's really good. I've spoken to people that are spending two or three times what we're spending and they're looking to us thinking like, well, we want it to be like you. And I'm like, well, spend like a third of the money and I can make that dream come true, you know? Yeah. Well, actually, it's a good point, like on our ROI, I guess, because, you know, we've had clients say to us, well, shit, I've just spent $22,000 on five videos professionally shot and edited and all that, and I'm not that happy with them, you know. Mm. There's a no-brainer getting this thing, no-brainer yeah. at all. And, that you know, you go and install it, and they've had bloody videos published within the week because they're just ready. Yeah. To, they're ready to go. They're ready to have they're, – they're ready to have that fluidity, that kind of – streamline ability to just get get it done without having to without having the the video process the video professional video production process slow them down bog them down because mm. it is because it can be slow you're engaging third party you've got to coordinate schedules you've got to get scripts together identify products and exactly what's going on and all the creative and all the messaging and all that um, so yeah, it's a lot of back and forth, but how for you, I guess, how has, uh, it been quantified? I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but yeah, good, good ROI for you. Oh yeah. Um, like, and, and it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? We paid for this studio set up once, um, and it's perennially available, right? And just little things like my podcast has only just gone on YouTube in the last six or 12 months, something like that, um, because, you know, it wasn't really a great look um, with the background, you know, the busy background you were talking about. So, like, I'll jump on a program like Riverside, like we're on um, at the moment, I'll record that, and then I'll I'll finish the podcast and I'll open up the little camera app, which comes with Windows, right? It's pretty easy. It's not special stuff. And then I just say, you know, um, hi, everyone. I'm Mike. I just had a wonderful podcast with Chris. We talked about blah, 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 and I think you'll really get this out of it. And, uh, you know, without further ado, here's Chris. And then I hit the stop button. You know, I go to the files. I drag that into Microsoft Teams to my marketing guru and she'll stitch that together. And it is just so quick and easy. So it's not just like... There's more to it than just buying the equipment. It's like, all right, we had to pay X for the equipment and now we've got to make sure it's, you know, it's worthwhile or we get some good videos. But it's just like it's... There's more to it than that. It's all the meetings as well. So if I'm like pitching for business and I show up with the professional level and I'm looking someone in the eye instead of like, you know, like, hey, um, yeah, no, good to chat to you. It's just, 
I'm doing that. How does that look? Is that like about what the laptop camera would look like? It's good, isn't it? It just feels weird. Like I feel weird looking up um, instead of looking at you. But then by the same token, if you're staring at the camera and you're not staring at the person, like you feel weird but it might look all right to them. But you miss but the hard. you miss the cues. Yeah. yeah, like you might have something really important to say, and I can see that on your face. Um, so I'll go, all right, yeah, it's Chris's turn. But if I'm looking at something else, it just doesn't work. It's it's really yeah. hard. You gotta ask yourself: Are you satisfied with the way that you're presenting yourself? and your personal brand to your market. And for four years now, people have been really struggling to clarify the way they look and sound on camera when it comes to doing video calls and recording their own personalized videos. And there is a solution. The DIY video program helps you personalize sales video and emails, record professional marketing videos, look and sound amazing in every video meeting without the tech hassles. And you also get professional video editing and practical training so that you can present like a pro. You don't have to do anything in that initial setup because the studio is installed for you. You get your coaching and the training so that you can then go on and be a video professional and wipe out poor quality videos forever. Why don't you go to ridgefilms.com.au slash DIY and check it out for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I've, I mean, you probably know this already, but I've had meetings. You know, I, I get all these clients on Zoom calls that are wanting this setup, but, you know, still give me the crappy webcam and they're in silhouette and I'm going, I'm trying my best to try and connect with these people, but all I'm seeing is the side of their head as they're talking to me, you know, and um, <clears throat> and a silhouetted bloody shot. And then it's funny, I go out and meet him and install it or whatever. And then it's, it's just when I get on that first coaching call over Zoom with them and mm. we're in our, we're both in our, in our um, DIY studios. It's like, holy shit, that's what you look like. I mean, how much more intimate <laughs> is this conversation now mm. uh, between us? Because we are looking at each other and eyeballing each other, but also just the fact that I can see you clearly. It's making it so much easier to to identify with you, mm. um, whereas whereas before it was very much about the audio and just trying to kind of grasp the words because because visually you couldn't see a lot. I mean, I I equate this to I don't like doing selling over the phone. I don't like it. Certainly don't like the back and forth over email and things like that. I find that the if I if I can't get him to a video call. To do the selling, to to go through the sales process with them, it's it's fucking near impossible to to um to get anywhere, you know, because mm. you just don't you don't have that interpersonal relationship with them, you know. Yeah, and it's and nobody's traveling. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I I don't want to travel. I mean, you know, this is this is the best solution for for us, given that I'm also showcasing the studio here mm. um, as well. But yeah. It's uh, it's a new, it's a new thing. It's definitely still very new for a lot of people, and I think just sheer, just due to the fact that they're still kind of popping into Ted's camera shop and going, "Oh, how do I make myself look and sound great?" Um, yeah, they're not still not finding the solution yet, you know. But uh, that mm. will come. That will come. Yeah, I, I think you're right about the conversion stuff with video as well, and I know I think like. One of the first things that I saw um, from you 
which is really well evidenced by um, or, or re- really well done with the DIY system is that I think you held up like a card with my name on it so that it was sort of like, this isn't some stock shit that I send to everyone. Like this is a video for you, right? Um, so like let's for, let's say, for example, I had a client that I knew um, was anxious about the outcome or just had a question or it's just a, a quote and, and they asked a particular question, I can jump on here and say, you know, hi, Chris, I just want to let you know I saw your email and that was a great question about X, Y, Z and the answer is is this and just to let you know I'm here available to contact at any time. Like it's, it's actually a pretty pissant amount of effort, right? Mm. Like for me to come in here, turn it on, hit the button. Yes, it's a little bit of effort, but it's not that much, but it's received as disproportionately a huge mm. amount of effort, yeah. right? It's a bit like people write a book and it's like, oh, they're an expert. They've written a book. Yeah. It's pretty easy to write a yeah. book. Like people have asked me to write a book. You just got to pay the money and write it and they'll publish <laughs> it, right? It's not that hard. There's no like entry requirements. You got to have a PhD or it's got to be a great book, but that sort of stuff. It's like, it's easy, but the impact is, is, is really huge. They go, oh, wow. Like it's a personal video. And if you keep doing these video stuff and people like your stuff in their head, you're, you become like sort of a celebrity to them. And that's weird. I actually got noticed on the street in Brisbane. And what I do is so niche, right? <laughs> like I don't get noticed. So this person rode past on their bike and they stared at me and I thought, oh, I don't know what's going on here. And then they rode past and they looked back at me. And I'm like, I wonder if they think like, I don't know, I'm somebody important. And then they started coming towards me and I'm like, oh, no, am I going to have like a punch up or something? (laughs) They're like, are you Mike Mortlock? I'm like, yes. Like, oh, you know, I'm one of your clients and I listen to your podcast and I've been watching your stuff. So watching enough stuff to to be able to recognise what is essentially a middle-aged white dude with a shaved head and glasses. Like I don't have any like really strong distinguishing features. Uh, So that was, that was cool. And, and, and that really comes as a result of the setup and doing this sort of stuff. People Mm. go like, oh, he's, He's really important because he does videos. <laughs> yeah. And putting in the, putting in the effort and being consistent with it. You know, like yeah. the, the job that I told you that I closed in New York and shout out to Ben Camille, mate. You're a legend, mate. Cause you broke it for, for us. We popped our cherry into the States. For us, it's, it, we were so chuffed at getting that deal. Um, but how that came about was from him listening to a podcast that we had produced two years ago right? Um, with Nathaniel Bibby in Perth. And I was like, Jesus, I don't remember talking about the deal, I think. But the ad rolls, like the mid-roll and the whatever was in the podcast, that's what he what, – that's, that's how he found us from that. There you go. And, um, and so having access to what you've got now got access to and having the intuition to – put video forward and, you know, the video first principle that I always coach people through is like lead with video, lead with video, right? Because you're going to have a far better result by by doing by thinking of ways you can you can combat situations and relationships and and discrepancies and whatnot by using video and talking them through it, you know, and Mm. um and uh, the, the the you know the uh, proposal walkthroughs I find so the reply inquiries are by far the, the the best way to do it and yes it's it's a thirty second video 
Um, and if you were to do spend five minutes, ten minutes to produce that, I'd say, yeah, that's probably not a great use of your time if you're belting out ten of these things. Like you don't want to be spending an hour trying to get ten videos out. Yeah. But if you work on racing yourself and work on the speed in which you can be executing those videos and how you can quickly get them off your desk, then you know, I'd put out a video a year, you know, a year or two ago where I tested myself on a reply inquiry video and from the time that the person appeared in my CRM to the time that the email had been sent with the personalized 30 second video and there was a minute and 15 seconds. And I <laughs> shocked, I shocked myself, right? But then you think, yeah, okay. So for me, that was mechanical and I literally flicked that. But for them, like you were saying, it's so, mm. it's such a big effort. It's so yeah. personalized. It's like, holy shit, I've never had this happen to me before. And this guy's gone out of his way, <laughs> arguably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do this, to do this in this way. Um, and so we get a lot of comments. And the other thing that I coach as well, and if you're not doing this, Mike, then you should be, but to mention your effort. So when I get into these initial situations, and we just kick the start of the meeting and off we go. It's actually an icebreaker for you to be able to say to the recipient at the end of the line there, oh, yeah, by the way, did you receive that little reply inquiry video that I produced for you? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I did actually. And blah, 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 it was really good. It was good. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And you either, you know, it's, it's just nice for you to say that. And, and it's, and it, it is a bit loaded in its, in its nature, but it's nice to say it. And for them, for you to acknowledge that they have, consumed it and it is working and that it's a conversation starter as well and that yeah. their, perce their perception is different than what it would be if it was just a bulk you know we'll we'll return your call in 24 hours you know yeah. email your your inquiry is important to us <laughs> um I, I got one like i got an email from a bank recently this is a little bit off topic but it, the subject was like we're listening right because banks have terrible customer service and there's all the ways where they're listening and it was from do not reply at bank.com.au <laughs> and i thought oh that is so good like yeah. are you like we're listening like in our own special way, in a way that you can't like say things, but like if you could, we would hear them. You know, yeah. it's such garbage. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think like I'm not a salesperson, but um, with that, when you're sort of mentioning the effort, like you're, you're, you're reminding them why they liked you. Like, cause if they're on that call, it's because that video sort of worked or they mm. thought, yeah, like, uh, I like this guy or I like his setup mm. or I, I want to do something like that. And, you know, you're getting them to sort of like agree with you and have, you know, positive, happy, fun chemicals pulsing around their body when you then might go and say like, all right, so like should I invoice you now or because like, <laughs> – yeah, so you want to be able to start that call with with something positive and go, yeah, oh yeah, no, I agree. Like that was fantastic. Like I love how you did this, and you know you're reiterating that effort, but also like starting what might end up being a sales call or a negotiation from a real positive point. Mm. Yeah, I'm coaching people through that process, and it's and it's not it's not taught. It's not like I 
uh, instinctively uh, doesn't instinctively come to people. Like there's actually a method to the whole thing. The way that the the email is laid out, the subject line and the importance of having video in the subject line. You know, then the whole mechanics of how you actually record and get that embedded in with with minimal you know piss farting around. Like you don't want to be don't want to be doing steps that you don't need to do. You know, and mm. um, that's that's uh, I'm reminded when I coach my clients of how how fucking good it is that you can literally follow the dots, you know, to, to actually achieve this same result with this, with, with as minimal time and effort put into it as possible. It's, yeah. it's a process, you know, and, it, and it's, it's got to be treated in a, in a, in a way that is mechanical, not creative. You know, it's not like, Oh, people mm. think, Oh, it's all creative. And, you know, get a special message for everybody. It's like, no, I've got like the same message for everybody. Like it's yeah, exactly yeah. the same, you know, and I do exactly the same thing because I don't have to think, you know, yeah. and um, when you're in business, you've got enough to think about without having to then add something like this on with all of the, you know, all the skill sets that are that are required to be able to achieve uh, mm. achieve the, the result. It's not like oh well, I've <clears throat> you know I'll just quickly produce a video. No, you got to figure out your script. You got to figure out how do you present that. You got to figure out how you can record it easily and quickly, and how you lay out your da 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 da. You know, and it's all yep. you know, it's all loaded inside a, a sales process too. Do you have the ability to have a consistent message that you can repeat because you know that the leads are always coming through LinkedIn. You know, they're all just mm. ads. Boom, boom, boom. You know, same message for everybody. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to there's a lot to it, but but it's it's you know it's nice to it's rewarding for people to want to do the same thing because they see it in us and they see how it works, um, and it's just a, it's just new and different and fresh. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like it might be a bit harder for you because you've been probably running a tight ship for a long time, but it's easy for people to say, go and look at me on LinkedIn, for example, from two years ago. And you'll see like me trying different things. You'll see me like with an iPhone standing in front of like a blurred out office background. And every now and then I've done some sort of good stuff. Um, but then other times it's just my iPhone, it's all shaky or it's a webcam, it's inconsistent and it's pretty crap. If you look at the, the difference between me a couple of years ago and today, um, like the quality that I'm doing now, I could be like a proper important person, like a CEO of Qantas <laughs> or something, whereas you could never have said that before with the stuff I was putting out before. Well, I reckon what you've done in such a short period of time, the caliber of the work that you've b- you're producing is just amazing. I agree with you. I think it's such a great asset for you to, to be having access to it, but also having the intuition to be able to lead with video and do things and, and understand that it's contributing to a greater marketing purpose, you know. So props to you, brother. Props to you. Thank you. Thank you for I your business. It. You know, I, I do, I do, you know, I know that this came through another client of ours. So I really, you know, nothing but, but, uh, high amounts of appreciation for, for you investing in this and, and saying, um, giving us so much feedback in this, in this recording as well, which I know is just going to be so many gold nuggets there that we can, um, that we can pass on to, um, to the prospective, uh, client more in the States. Oh, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's my pleasure and I'm a, I'm a big believer in it. So hence, I'm happy to be an advocate for it. I just think like businesses need to do more video. They need to have 
you know, someone within the business that is a public persona or someone that they feel they can have a, a connection to. And that's the, that's the one thing that I think, um, I might leave people with is that I'm able to have kind of like an intimate relationship at scale. There will be people that talk to me that feel like we've been friends forever, but I've never met them, but they've been watching my stuff. Mm. You know, like it's not manipulative. It's just the way that it works and the way it perce- it's perceived. And in their heart of hearts, like I think they will know that, oh, well, Mike doesn't really know me that well, but they feel quite happy to sort of say, oh, you know, like I heard you say the other day people should carpet their walls because, you know, you get a higher um, depreciation deductions for carpet than um, gyp rock. <laughs> is obviously a stupid tax joke, but it's like, oh, they listened to me say that ages ago, so yeah, they're just yeah. happy to bring that up as like an icebreaker. Yeah, it's catchy. It's catchy. Yeah, and they know me and they know that I'll have a laugh and I'll think that's funny because... I've built some rapport with them, but it's really just come from one side. So I, I can't be everybody's best friend, right? There's only so many people that you can maintain that kind of face-to-face conversation with, but I'm trying to do that with a database of tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I'm able to do it with way more people than I, than I could if I'm out there trying to have coffees with people or, you know, chat to them on Zoom directly. So many great nuggets, mate. Honestly, I'll take every one of these clips and go, yes. Got little packets that we can go and pump out to the market. So thank you so much. Pleasure. Appreciate it. Look, uh, if you want to know a little bit about Mike Mortlock and the wonderful stuff that he's uh, doing within his podcast and his business, I'll include some links to show notes to the show notes and you can go and investigate mike he's a great bloke oh (laughs) love him love mike and marty just top blokes and uh i've loved following their journey as well so well done and thanks for listening